Thank you for tuning in to Spiritual Debriefing, a podcast about Christians living a Christian life in a very unchristian world. We're back after a small break. Tonight we talk about what God's been doing in our lives and God's plan as we move forward. Spiritual debriefing. I am Daniel Meadows, and I am Randy. Hmm. Hi, Randy. Hello, Daniel and Randy. Randy. I'm Jed. Hello. Hey, Jed. Hey, Jed. Jed. I'm Derek. Hi, Derek. Derek Hi, yeah, hey. <laughs> And then, of course, Ray. I'm over here behind all the electronic equipment, pretending like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, pushing uh, buttons. Yep, pushing buttons. Turning and knobs. Well, I probably won't turn any knobs today. Okay. I'll push buttons. Cords. But I will I'll push, push cords. I will push buttons. I will push buttons. buttons. <laughs> you better believe it. Right. Um, Glad to see. Yeah. I'm glad we're back. I am. It's yes. been a while. It's I'm, been a while. We've There's been a lot going on in um, several of our lives. and So, um, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Judd, do you want to go into any of it? Or <laughs> Derek? Or? Well, like, you know, we've missed, what, the last... What, has it been three weeks, two it, weeks? I don't know. Yeah, it'll be about... It's been a while. Yeah, I think it'll be four or five since we last posted one by the time this gets out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it'll be at least four weeks. And I think, well, you know, when we all got together and we wanted to start this podcast, we said we wanted to, you know, have fun, mm-hmm. not have it like a job. And there are going to be things that come in life that we won't be able to record, right? Mm-hmm. And I, we've had those things happen in our lives. And yeah. Um, you know, last time that we recorded, I believe that, you know, we were talking to you, Jed, about losing Hillary and, um, and then it was now your mom. Yep. A month, a month to the day. Now your mom passed away. My mom passed away. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Just kind of, it was a sudden deal. It just a week, but ended up having some cancer and it just spread everywhere she went in the hospital on a saturday and walked in just in pain and well what was it is wednesday morning you went over with me i believe it was thursday morning it was thursday morning i believe it was thursday okay. morning yeah well by wednesday she couldn't even get out of bed she made it out of bed around the bed by thursday she couldn't do nothing and mm-hmm. she was gone by fr- friday afternoon at I think it was five thirty-three. Wow! <laughs> right after Haley won the state softball championship, because uh-huh. we was watching it in the hospice room. I got up and I said, "Mom, they won," and brushed her hair back on her head, and she took her last breath, mm-hmm. just right there. But she knew the Lord. Oh yeah, she knew the Lord. Yeah. Yep. Yep. She had the faith. She'd been saved as a young one, mm-hmm. and. Yep. And kept that faith. And kept it. Yeah. For a long time, because she was how old? 70. She was 77. 77, was yep. she? 77. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it just seems like over there, Jed, it's raining, man. It's pouring. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. And that's why, you know, we've dealt with that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much three deaths, right? Three your, deaths. your ex-wife and Hillary. And yep. Now your mom. And my mom. And then, you know, we've had uh, graduations. Graduations. Because now yeah. Haley graduated high school. My daughter graduated Autumn. high school. Yep. Autumn. 
And so we had to deal with that in between, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot. We've right. got a lot going on there, and, uh, and that's why we haven't been here recording recently. And now we're back, and hopefully yeah. we're get back in a routine of things. <laughs> routine hopefully, of things. hopefully, yeah. you know, Lord willing, Lord willing, yeah. yes, yeah. Lord willing. Um, he's he's going to tell us if we can get back here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's last true. week you were. Derek, you was headed up to Iowa, Iowa. right? Yeah, dropped yeah, out we him were, off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. At the uh, at the Village Creek Bible Camp. He that was a smart move. He said, not letting her take her own truck gone. so yeah. she can't drive around. <laughs> she has her own truck. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, I think so, he dropped yeah, so, her off. You know, so here's the thing is that uh, she, she was able to bring her horse up there because yeah. she's going to be up there all summer as a wrangler. And so she wanted to bring her horse. They said, yeah, bring your horse, la, la. And and she goes, we she has a new horse trailer, the horse and her truck. But around here, she's been driving around the horse trailer, you know, the play dates, that's local, doesn't have to get on the highway, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't you're you can't drive up there all by yourself. <laughs> like I'm not letting you do that. So so Crystal and Wyatt drove my truck behind, you know, us. I was switching back and forth with Autumn, driving the horse and you know, they're driving the truck with the trailer and uh, she did a great job i mean it was it was awesome i mean it took us 13 hours you know i think max speed was 70 you know but you made stops we right? made stops i told her you know take it easy just hey we get there we get there right mm-hmm. i mean every time i've towed a trailer and i've told this many times is i go about 65 70 that's what i do when i pull a trailer a big yeah. one at mm-hmm. least you know something and and so that's what she did and she did a great job. We went up there. We had to stop a few times, let the horse out, do this. I got to stop at a buddy's house in Kansas City. He got to see his house for the first time. But, you know, then we walked a horse in his yard and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, she got dropped off there. But she has her truck, her trailer, her horse is up there. So All right. All right. Um, and then well, right before we got there, I says, well, you know, I'll be back when you are done with camp you know and she goes well dad i know how to do it now by myself <laughs> and i'm like that's still a long haul you know it's something if anything happens you know but yeah mm-hmm. but it was funny we had a great conversation going up there you know because as a parent we don't want to let go of kids no we don't i mean we get back on this kid topic all the time mm-hmm. but this is what we're all going through in our lives right now every day every day and even when kids are growing or not growing you know whatever so, you know, it was hard for me and her mom to go, I know you're going to be at a church camp for the next two months, but she's never really been away from home. And, and you're 600 and something miles away. And we had a great conversation going up there, and she kept telling me, she goes, God's calling me to come up here. He's calling me. Because he goes, she, she said that if she knew about this job later in the year, she goes, I wouldn't have done it. Because we had, you know, we have the arena play dates, then Siloam's doing their play dates, and she has a lot of friends over there. And so she goes, I would have been home for the summer just going to play dates after play dates and doing that. Right. And Which she would goes, have been fun, but wouldn't have done nothing for the Lord. Right. Right. And so that's what she said was, you know, God's calling me. He did this at the perfect timing, and I have to do this. And I'm like, well, I can't fight God. <laughs> you know? Nope. And we hear this message all the time. We hear, you know, 
you know, kids who want to be missionaries or they want to go in the mission field or they want to go to a different state and preach or, but then they're like, well, I don't want to leave, you know, leave my family behind, mm-hmm. you know, well, mom and dad are here. They need me or they need this. Well, for us as parents, you know, God's in control and God's going to take care of my daughter better than I can. And so, I mean, it was a relief that she said, hey, this was God's calling. God's calling me to do this, not just going, this is what I want to do. And this is, I just want to get away from you, you know. Right. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, we, and, and, and the worst part right now is that it's spotty service for cell phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, like, the first night we didn't even hear from her. And we're like, come on, man. <laughs> you know, just but, a text. Yeah, just a text. Hey, you're okay. But she texts back and forth here and there. She goes, you know, it, it, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, I can't say it's a struggle, but it's a, uh, just kind of settling in, you know, because now you're away from all the comforts at home, the comfort of your parents, and they're up at seven o'clock in the morning and go all the way to like nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I think one time she called us and says, Dad, I have to get two messages done before tomorrow, and it's already nine thirty at night. And I'm like. Hey, it's going to be just like college, yep. but, uh, so it's trying to get used to all that, you know, it looks like a good camp, good people there. you know, uh, I, th- they have kids from all over, you know, different States that are in there. some people have been there for many, many years. Some people have, this is their first or second time, you know, working on the staff. Um, but I think it's going to be good once she gets all settled in and once the campers get in there, because like this first week has all been staff training and I can see pictures of like staff building or not mm-hmm. staff building, but uh, team building, team building. You know, events and you know, stuff like that. And yeah. you kind of get all that. I think once the students come in and the campers that it's just going to fly by and they're just going to go. Oh and yeah. Then, and that, that should start what next week. That's Monday. Right. Monday. Monday. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. yeah. That's their first thing at campers and i guess this year i guess the first time they're ever doing this is they're actually going to have a men's cowboy ministry event really there for i don't remember i man i want to say it was like three or four days Hmm. and so i'm like well that's gonna be cool that'll be sweet yeah because they have over like 25 horses there right you know she's struggling with her horse too because our horse is usually the bully and her little herd here. Yep. And she gets there and they have over 25 horses and now she's not the bully. <laughs> she's not the bully. And she's getting beat up, you know. Uh, but hopefully that all works out good because they, I mean, they got to find the alpha horse. Yeah. Yep. The alpha yep. horse takes over. Pecking order works out. It does with yep. horses. And, but no, I think it's going to be good for her, you know. Good. But that's where we're at too, you know, up to Iowa. Um, and... Yeah, that's where I was at. <laughs> Did you eat any good food up there? Mm-mm. Well, you know what? Well, we had a good breakfast. Yeah, you had camp breakfast. Oh, nice know, at camp. Because, nice. At camp because uh, when we drove up there Thursday, they let us stay in a bunkhouse uh, that night, and then we left the next day. But they were like, "Oh yeah, come eat breakfast is at eight o'clock in the morning. Just be down here." And we're you know, they had a little. Uh, Oh, what are they? What I told you, Daniel, what that men's group was. Mighty Men? Oh, yeah. The was Mighty that what Men. Yeah, they had yeah. a Mighty Men's yeah. little conference Mighty there men's that conference. weekend. And they're like, well, let these guys go first. And then, you know, we go last to eat. And we're like, I, 
I'm just happy to get a meal, man. This is <laughs> camp food. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Camp right. food. I love camp food. I oh, do yeah. too. Favorite, oh, yeah. favorite part of summer, camp yep. food. Yep. I love camp. I mean, I grew up going to camp. Yeah. And, you know, in Arizona, we have, we went to northern Arizona. So you got the big pine trees, the cooler weather, and it's just awesome. Just a yeah. good memories. and Yeah. Yeah, and she is going to, she's like, dad, I'm going to chapel twice a day now, you know, going to the chapel there. And, okay. and so I think, I think this is going to really get her relationship with God a lot closer. Yeah. And it's going to be great to build this foundation even stronger before she goes to college in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So I think it's all a good move. We just, us as parents just have to kind of like, you know, God have control over that and be like, yeah, it's all in your hands, man. Yep. Yep. And it, and it's, I mean, it's different than it was in the Bible because, you know, in the Bible, you handed off your, your child, your daughter, like straight to a husband. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. There was no worrying about her out in the world on her own. It was like, no, you stay here until there's a husband and then you go straight there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's not this, you know, in between, in between time that mm-hmm. we now deal with in, in a way. And, yeah. uh, I'm not saying it's good or bad. Uh, we can discuss that if we want. Right, but right. That's just saying it's totally different, and we have to, to navigate that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So how's Wyatt handling? The oh, change? he loves it, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, man, let's do this. Let's have airsoft wars. Let's do that. And she, he's already sleeping in her bed. You know. Yeah. Oh, this bed's so much nicer than mine. <laughs> he told me he was going to wait until she got back and went to college before that happened. No. <laughs> no, he moved right in. Moved right in. <laughs> so this the is not her room anymore. He... Yeah. No, he hasn't changed it yet, but he just sleeps in there. But yeah. Now he he loves the attention. He's the attention hog, but he loves it. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you get that sibling rivalry going on and, you know, the battles and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, deep down inside, you know, he misses her, like, just like all of us do. But um, you kind of look at it and just, okay, you know, a couple months, you know, and then she'd be back for a few weeks and go off to college. But, yeah. um, and then, you know, that's coming up for you too. Yeah. I mean, Jake is. Uh, Haley. Yep. Okay, so she's going to college too she's in the going fall. To college too mm-hmm. in the fall. Where is she going? Connor State. Where's that at? Warner, Oklahoma. Okay. Yep. Right, so that's not too far, right? No, not too yeah. far. She was there. going to Iowa, just almost the same place Autumn's at right <laughs> now. But I don't know. She had a really good scholarship to go up there, but she kind of changed her mind to stay closer to home. So, okay. how long of a drive is that to Corner State? About two hours. Oh, yeah, that's not bad at no. all. And then Autumn's going to NEO. Mm-hmm. Hour and what? Ten minutes? Twenty minutes? Thirty? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I know you could do it in like thirty-five minutes. Thirty-two but minutes. 32. But <laughs> it's really about an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> supposed to be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, the conditions so were just right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Jet knows a shortcut. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're talking about. And that's yeah. in the farm truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was actually in my '71 Chevy. <laughs> and that thing made it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? Oh. <laughs> Speaking of that, we need to get that fixed, Jenny. <laughs> it don't look good in the field. Oh, that that's not the same one. Oh, okay. But we need to get that one fixed, <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> but the girls will be, you know, far enough where they have their independence, but close enough where if they need something, we can be there. We can be there. Yeah. Good. Which is which is good, too. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. I didn't, I didn't push for it. 
Right. I let her make her own decision. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we had that struggle, you know. You know, we had that discussion here prior was, you know, how things change, right? Mm-hmm. And dreams change, mind changes, you know, stuff like that. We were all dead set to go to U of A and everything was all scheduled and dorms were paid for. And, and then all of a sudden, this is where I'm going, Dad. <laughs> what? Where's that? What, who, what, what school is that? You know, she so. went back to the great state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know. It's all right. I graduated from there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why I was like, hmm. I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. 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 So stores. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but, you met my roommate. But, you know, the same thing, too. You know, she got a scholarship on the horse judging team. And I guess that's a good coach. You know him. Mm-hmm. And he's a good guy. He's and, a good guy. And that's what she wants to do. And if that's where she's getting led to do and go, yeah. hey, you know, I, that's what I struggle with a lot, too, is as most of you guys know, you know, I get dead set on something and I'm like, oh, there's no change. I got to do it. I got to get there. And, you know, and when when change happens, it happens, you know, I'm starting to see a little more change in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it? What do you say? What's one step at a time? Yeah. <laughs> step yeah. by step. Yeah. Step by step. Step by step. Adapt and overcome. Yep. Yep. So those are the, the so those are the most current events that we've had to deal with in the last few weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah it kept you guys real busy. It was. Really it was. I mean, and everything getting ready for funerals and getting ready for graduation parties yep. and. We never uh, even got a graduation party done. Right. <laughs> But we, we still got a little bit more to go. She's got her 4-H stuff coming up. She's got to go to Little Rock for some award ceremonies. And she's going to Atlanta, too. So, Wow. This June is still going to be kind so of packed. Yeah, so y'all got to pack June. Yeah, yeah we got to pack June. So too. you're packed again. Yeah. Yep. Just don't need no more on top of it. No. Yeah. I miss yeah. you already, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do got to be, uh, maybe throw this out there where the girls, like, we're very proud of both of them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, they've had some awards, and they got awards and scholarships. Scholarships and, and all. You know, Autumn graduated with all her little honors and stuff like that. And I don't know, Haley got, she got, well, state champion in softball. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of scholarships. A lot of scholarships. And I think then, she got six or seven of those. And she got awards, too, didn't she? Yeah, she got some awards, Yeah, she too. got some awards yep. and... I don't think that you could find any prouder parents sitting right here is that we were super proud of them and they just did a great job. So I had to throw that out there and just, man, they did it. It was awesome. Lord's blessed us with good kids. Yeah. Really have. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, somebody yeah. raised him up right. I don't know who it was. But <laughs> it was the wives? <laughs> yeah. oh, that's what the Bible says they're supposed to do. Derek, right. Derek says, so good, I had to kick her out three days later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You also had Adrian graduate with you guys there. So yeah, Adrian. Yeah, from, Adrian yep. graduated. So, and yep. she got some scholarships, too. Yeah. Because uh, it was that scholarship night. I, all It was funny because all of us, all three of us were sitting there. Yep. You know, Cheryl from, you know, Adrian's yep. mom and then us two sitting there. And we're like, man, that's why I told Cheryl. <laughs> I went over and I says, well, we did something right, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So but that was, it's, that was, that was cool. 
Yeah, I told you the other day, I said, I got two years. I'm not ready for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can never prepare for it. <laughs> no, nah, just no. sit back and enjoy it. That's all you can I, do. I agree with that, but I, I just, I'm like, I, as much mouthing as we do is saying, get out of our house. It's like, eh, I don't know about this now. Yeah, I'm already like planning to build a tiny house on the property. <laughs> yeah. and Autumn, you're not going nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. Bray, how many years you got? <laughs> Ten. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, at the rate that Harmony's going, I don't know. She could be done early. We'll see. Because again, it's all homeschool stuff. So oh, that's right. Yeah. She's she's ahead in some stuff, behind in some other stuff, and it seems to switch places. I don't know, but she's doing good. Yeah. She's doing pretty good. good. So she's she she had taken some breaks. You know, it's nice about homeschool is you can take a break whenever you want, right? Mm-hmm. So Grandma come down and stay with us for a couple of weeks, and she could just take time off school for that couple of weeks, or you know. And uh, we're kind of, she's, because we moved last year in the middle of the school year, and that was like two months off, she kind of had a off summer. And this year, too, Wendy's kind of like, I'm not going to back her off of everything because also, if, you know, all she's going to do then is just watch TV and play video games all summer, too, anyway. Right. So, so she's keeping her on studying the, the Bible, you know, and that's one of her subjects that they study, which mm-hmm. is really cool to see every day. Harmony's learned a ton from that, you know, but, uh, she she, she kind of is looking around because all the other kids are talking about school's getting out. This is my last day of school and summer's starting. And she's kind of like, when do I get summer? It's like, well, <laughs> you know, you, you had the break here. You had a break there. And we'll have a break when we do something. But it's mm-hmm. like it's not the same when you homeschool. And she's right. not upset about it. She's just asking questions. So and at any point in the day, you know, if the, the girl next door who's like two years younger than her <laughs> happens to be, uh, you know, Hey, we're gonna go out and play in the pool. Can Harmony come? We can just be like, "Yep, right. Stop right. your schoolwork. Go play. Yeah, and then come back and do your schoolwork later. Mm-hmm. You know, let her outside when the sun's up so she can play, and then she can work on some more schoolwork stuff before dinner or after dinner, even. So, right. it is really nice to have that flexibility. Just yeah, to, imagine. Uh, the other day, we uh, we actually went and did a volunteer, a couple volunteer events. Uh, she, she went to the, the cemetery in uh, Gentry, put flags on all the graves for mm, all the, the cool. service members there, yeah. helped out. So that was kind of fun because um, we were having her and another girl who's a little younger than her, too. They were the, they, you know reading all the headstones, looking for the, the, the listing, whether they were in you know, the Army or the Navy or whatever it was. So they were hunting them down and putting the flags in. Um, we actually, she can go again tomorrow and collect them again if we want some more service hours. That's mm. for her American Heritage Girls stuff. Uh, and then she did a volunteer event, too. In the middle of a day on a Friday, we just went over to Gentry was opening up their splash pad. And they had uh, pause for something. I can't remember that. I wish I should remember the name. But it's a nonprofit out there that helps with, you know, all the with uh, pet adoptions and stuff mm. like that. So they were selling sodas by the splash pad and so we just sat there under a tent and harmony walked little dogs around and That's told cool. people we were selling sodas and had a good day yeah she and probably it, enjoyed that yeah, huh? yeah yeah and again in the middle of a friday I'd be like yeah we're gonna go do this and come back and again with my work too i can just start early and then work a little bit later too because you know there's there's things i have to do during the day when everybody else is there but there's a whole bunch of stuff that i can do kind of whenever mm-hmm. so you know if, if i'm like you know what i'm gonna cut out early today i can get up and start work at 6 a.m and then leave two hours early leave three hours early That's so cool. yeah i can having, see harmony over there going if you want your dog back buy some or i'm taking the dog home (laughs) i believe she wanted to take some home yes i'm like we're still in a rental and the landlord already gave us an extra pet i don't think they're gonna go for one more i really don't so 
Just don't buy property because your daughter brings home, like my daughter brings home pets randomly. <laughs> yep. yeah. oh, Derek, Derek has a cat. <laughs> I got two cats two now. Cats. Two cats. It's oh, two. Wow. And a dog. Two cats and a dog. Two dogs. Two dogs. Two but cats. Two ca- yeah. Three horses. Three horses. Well, you're down to two now. She took one of them yeah. with That's her. Right. Yeah. So two, two, two. It's, yeah. Two, two, two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No Alliance already talking about getting more goats. No. Oh, is he? But no chickens. No chickens. Uh, you ought to get some chickens when she returns. But fish. have them there when she returns. Oh, you know what's cool about the camp? We went through. So they have this awesome tack room, right? I mean, there's like 75 saddles and they have beautiful. Be- yeah, they have chickens, and they're running all over. And Autumn's like looking at it like. I gotta be nice. This is the first day. And me and Wyatt looked at each other. Goes, she's gonna kick those chickens. <laughs> she's gonna kick those chickens. Be nice to my chicken. Yep. yep. She don't like chickens. Man. She's tenderizing. I'll tenderizing. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, they had baby goats there, and that's why Wyatt's like, Dad, I don't want goats again. They're only babies for a little bit. I know. But yeah, they're but great you, weed eaters, man. When you get the goats they had, they stay little. So mm-hmm. yeah. they're good. Yep. Until they eat way too much hay and. All that stuff yeah. get really big. Yeah, we want we want to get some of those miniature cows. You know, mm-hmm. the small. Yeah, because they don't give you too much milk. You can actually probably use it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but those things are nice. I saw actually saw them for real the other day. There's a guy over in Pea Ridge who's got got like six or seven of them. Mm. Same same type ideas. Like we didn't want to have to, you know, get eight, nine, ten gallons of milk <laughs> per cow per day. Right. <laughs> Try to figure out what to do with that. So. Yeah. He got these guys. He even got the miniature bull to go along with them too. So I was like, it's just like it's like a half size cow. I know that's cool. They're so cool. Yeah. yeah. Taylor wants a mini cow. Mm-hmm. You think I could have it in Bella Vista? No, you could try. Yeah, let's do it. Just call it a dog. That's right. like, That's not a cow. That's a dog. What are you talking about? <laughs> for, for a, I love that pigs. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. Like, that's it's, a Bernese mountain my, dog. I don't um, know what you're saying. It's, it's, it's my emotional support cow. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, that was another joke from that comedian last night. He was there. He goes, I was, I was at visiting my parents' church. And he goes, I was trying to keep my mouth shut. But even my mom knows. And she's like, you going to make fun of that over there? You're going to make fun? She's like, mom, you can't be doing this. Because there's this lady sitting there with her emotional support dog in church. And she's singing, all I need is the Lord. And it's like, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I gotta watch that. I gotta watch it. Yeah, no, John Christ, he is <laughs> funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was on Netflix. It was hilarious. He is. Yeah. Yeah. So, pets. But I think we're back, boys. So we're back. So. We're back. Yeah. We get back in the swing of things on Sunday night Bible studies too. And yeah, yeah, so. we're gonna be doing into a. I think we're gonna do a study of the books of the Bible that talk about what it means to be, what you should be as a man. What are, what are we supposed to be doing? It's a lot. There's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's so, it'll, it'll take us a while. <laughs> work, 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 go work, through, work. It. Go through yeah. it. Proverbs. We'll have to go through Proverbs. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good Proverbs in there. Yeah. There's got to be some naps in there sometime, right? No. Yeah. Well, we're doing barbecue. That's what we're going to start off lamentations. with. Lamentations. <laughs> lamentations. Yeah, I got that smoker working now. Nice. I uh, smoked a rack of ribs, and Jetty was able to come taste them. Tip nice. top. Nice. So that's. I um, did that, too, on Monday. I smoked some ribs, did some burnt ends. Oh, burnt ends. Well, poor mm. man's burnt ends. So oh, okay. I just did pork belly, and you do it like burnt ends. But oh. Yeah, so it was, whatever. It worked. It was good. It wasn't a brisket burn end. No, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I didn't do a whole brisket. That's 
I, again, I don't have the fancy smoker. I've got just the side charcoal smoker. So like I have to set a minute, a timer for every 20 minutes to go check it and be like, okay, temperature's good. Got to add more coals. Got to change the vents. So, which is, it's okay. It's awesome because you know, it's funny because I got that smoker working, right? It's a pellet smoker and it's all digital. So it's just yep. set, and, set walk it away. and walk away. Yep. But we're sitting there because I used to do the old school smokers. Mm-hmm. And I made fun of the pellet guys all the time. I'm like, oh, that's just cheating. You guys aren't like manning the fire. Then I went to a pellet smoker and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. You know, it's funny. I want to go back. Yeah. I want to go back to the old school. Because you want to do, do I something. Wanna be, yeah, I want to be doing <laughs> work. And then like I can't maintain the amount of smoke in a pellet. Right. I want to give it a little more smoke. Well, the lowest I can go is 150. And whatever it puffs out, that's all I get. Yeah. So I'm like, well, see, I could soak the wood for, you know, overnight. I could bring it more smoke. I can give it more, you know, heat. So I, I kind of want to go back to that. So it is I mean, kind of fun. I, it I, is kind of nice. I've got an electric smoker, but it takes wood chunks. Mm-hmm. So I still have to go back and forth and load add it more up. more wood and add more water. And, you know, so it's kind of nice because yeah. now I get the, I can set the temperature to be at this level, but I still man the smoker too. So. It's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't wait to get done. Like I, we we're talking when we we're out there smoking. I'm like, I'm building an outdoor kitchen and I want like a multiple, t- you know, multitude of different grills. Like mm-hmm. I got the yeah. Blackstone, I got the smoker. I want an old school smoker. And then I want the cowboy grill. Mm. You know, I want to build this big, so you know, you do big it up. wheel, you know, cause I'm like, we're out there in the country now. So I'm like, I have a plethora of wood. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm right. like, I just use that now. You're gonna have to build another little couch swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more more grills you have, you're gonna have to like double in couch swings. Right, <laughs> right. We gotta watch you. Yeah, I, know. I know. We had fun on that couch swing the other night. Oh yeah. Was she just a swinging. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why? Well, no, we weren't just a swinging. No. <laughs> we had a little more fun. So why it's really into airsoft guns now? Yeah. Yeah. Those things are awesome. Oh, yeah. I can't believe how realistic they are now. Oh, they've gotten insane. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... I'm surprised more kids aren't getting shot. I don't know how it's happening. <laughs> no. it's, he, got a, he got a Glock airsoft gun that looks just like the Glocks that I have and I've carried for years. Yep. And he has a gas one. The, the slide charges back. I they mean, even everything. gave it weight. They gave wow. it more weight than it needs it's, to be, yeah, too. It feels, the slides yeah. metal. It feels like a real Glock. And <laughs> it's not the plastic air stuff that no, we used to no, play. No, no, no. And these things hurt. Yeah. yeah. Like, I played with him today. Uh. He tagged me a couple times, and I'm like, those things hurt. But that's what we were doing, though. We're sitting on the swing, <laughs> shooting pop cans, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we're like, well, we're kind of on a kick and not eating pop or drinking pop no more. So let's just shake some of these up and shoot those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. You get that video of the water gun I sent you? Mm-hmm. I want one of those. those, those the, cool. the new electric one that's like. Yeah. Those look pretty cool. They're like 40 bucks too, I think. They're not crazy expensive, but. Those airsoft guns are expensive. Oh, yeah. You buy a real gun for one of them. I was looking at getting one of those for Harmony to try to like teach her more about using guns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then, then I was like, hmm, that's okay. I will, but not today. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I, I mean, it really does. I mean, it is, you can use that for a training purpose. Yeah. It has all the motion, has all the Sorry, parts, boys. all yeah. the pieces, everything. And it was, you know, we were shooting it and this is like, remember it's that front sight, clear picture, consistent press on the trigger, you know, just all that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> so yeah, we're into that. That's what we're doing, <laughs> sitting on the porch swing, <laughs> shooting stuff. We got to get yeah. we got to get the guys uh, men's group together and go do one of those like airsoft events. I was looking them up. Yeah, yeah, we're They're, gonna we're gonna a, do one. The yeah. airsoft at Modern Mission. Yeah, say is at Modern Mission. Yep. I didn't, yeah, I've, just, I've seen some of them. I haven't done one yet, but I've seen them, and man, they look like a ton of fun. We're gonna do it. They look like a ton. Yeah, of fun. we're gonna do it. We enjoyed the laser tag while we was there. We we need to go back for the paintball and all the other airsoft. Stuff. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. airsoft. that'd be pretty fun. So that's good that the car show didn't happen yet because I was like, well, Randy, this is all you got for your budget. The rest is going to Airsoft Wars. Going to airsoft. <laughs> we'll go on the hole for next year. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you're getting plastic trophies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I already bought those. I forgot to give you your Oh, dang it. <laughs> By the way, you can donate to the men's ministry at First Baptist Church right. of Rocky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Car shows and guns. Right. Yeah. Yeah, America. Right. America. America. <laughs> Cars, and, guns, and food. And well, that's why, you know, that's why I love where I live. You know, yeah. I, I love it. Yep. When we first moved here, a bunch of people kept asking, why Why did you move here? It depended on the person I was talking to. But if it was somebody I trusted, I was like, oh, gods and guns. <laughs> God and guns, man. Mm-hmm. Moved to a land where people respect the Lord and where I can have a, have a fire off. The freedom of, yeah. Yep. Shooting. Yep. Those were two things on the list that crossed off a bunch of places. So that's... <laughs> Just saying. You and places what? like where we're at, we just right on the back porch. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go back to Minnesota? They don't do that up there? No. Oh. <laughs> no, not the same anyway. Not the same. It's not, all right. Not in there. the winter. Yeah. No. <laughs> nope. But, yeah, definitely not in the winter. Yeah, I, I wanted to get Harmony even just a BB gun, but our yard's even too small for that where we're at. There's houses are too close and all that noise. I'm certain she'd probably end up shooting out the neighbor's window, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could, ba- I can barely throw the dog a tennis ball when I'm hitting houses every mm-hmm. direction. I throw the darn thing. They're so packed ah, in kiss there. Kiss my kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, it used to be okay back in the day. I mean, I remember throwing a BB gun on my shoulder and biking down the road to head to the park. Not no more. Yeah. Not Heck no. Heck Not no. Now. I mean, as you were talking about with, you know, sending Autumn to, to Iowa and, you know, letting her out. I remember, I think I was... I couldn't have been older than 17 and I flew to Atlanta, Georgia with another buddy from high school to pick up a car and drive it back to Minnesota with no adults. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, 17 year old fly to Atlanta on our own to bu- get a car. Now from a family relative, like it wasn't like we were picking it up off Craigslist or something crazy, <laughs> but yeah, we flew into Atlanta and drove all the way home to Minnesota at like 17. Yeah. And that's funny you bring that up because we had the same discussion. I think it was last night or the night before me and Crystal were just sitting there. And we're talking about autumn and I says, you know, what's amazing is that right out of high school for me, I went to Vegas, Las Vegas and worked the pipeline right out of high school. And I like, my parents let me drive to Vegas and I came back like probably every other weekend or something, but along that road, you know, it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know why, how they did, why they do that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I could do that now, <clears throat> but I think that's what. You know, made it made you know made us grow. Mm-hmm. You know, made us. Mm-hmm. There's a are. line. There's a line that There's I think I think we are a little overprotective. I think so. But I also think it is a little bit more dangerous too. Yeah. There seems to be a and I it probably linked directly to the the lack of faith in this world. But there seems to be a lack of care for life. Right. There's a for your own life for other people's lives. And if you don't value your own life, you don't probably value other people's lives very highly either, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I, I, you know, I'm not saying for everybody, don't blanket the statement, but 
it's just the the wanton disrespect and, and care it, that part does seem to be getting worse right you know that people just don't care and so you, you do have to be a little more cautious mm-hmm. you know again we, we've said it and we'll probably say it 10 more times that you know we were from the era of go outside and don't come home till the sun goes down mm-hmm. yep. you know and they didn't know they didn't ask where you were going they didn't care. They didn't, they didn't have Life 360 on our cell phones. No, nope, <laughs> not at all. We didn't not have cell phones. Say, well, if you want to drink, there's a water hose over there. Uh-huh. Leave us alone. Don't come right. in. They're like, you know our address. You know your phone number. If you end up somewhere, call us. Otherwise, be home when the sun goes down. And all the neighbors knew our parents. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. knew our parents. If, if you got hungry, you rode back home on your bike, and your mom opened the window and gave you a PB&J yeah, right. and closed it and sent you back. Us in Arizona here. were orange trees. Yeah. <laughs> when we got hungry during the summertime, yeah, all the all they all had orange trees. They're like, just uh, take so, I mean, We were just eating oranges left and right. Yeah. Then we got in trouble because we left all the peelings on the sidewalks or in the neighbors' <laughs> yards. And but yeah, that's yeah. that's how we ate during the summer. Yeah, some people's kids. And we were oh, and, no. we, and we went to pool to pool to pool to pool. <laughs> right. Everybody again, had a pool for with but us. But you do that nowadays, and again, you could end up with child protective services at your house. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, so you couldn't even do it if you wanted to. We'd we'd ride down, go mm-hmm. play in the creek for hours on end. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we lived up I it was weird. The I sometimes reflect back on it and just wonder how that all happened. But, you know, we lived in a place where less than two blocks away was a giant abandoned farmhouse in the woods that like all the kids played in and all the windows were smashed and, you know, graffiti on all the walls. And when, when I was seven and eight, and nine, it was a haunted house and we were all scared and all this. And then we, just, we got to be, you know, 12, 11, 13. Then it was, we were in there breaking stuff and, you know, smashing things and talking about yeah, right? Hoodlums. Doing hoodlum stuff. Yeah. My hood rat friends. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I mean, that type of stuff, I don't know. Kids, they don't, I don't think kids get to experience all that in the no. same way. We lived, no. near, we lived near this big ravine and creek and big park, and we could just bike down and go down there and climb and swing. There was rope swings set over the park and over the, or over the stream. You could jump in and swim in it and just all this you know, idyllic is sadly to say what it is. It just doesn't, I don't know if it exists like that anymore. More. No. You know, kids and get then, in the stream now and they're going to come out with a funky rash on them. And then if there have any Arizona listeners, they know when you got brought up in the nineties, you rode your bikes along the canals. Yeah. And those canals could take you anywhere in town. I mean, it was amazing. And you just rode your bike along a canal. And then, you know, some, you know, some of them were dry and some of them had, I mean, just waters that you get caught in there. You're probably not coming out, but that's what we did. 10, 10 year old and, you know, 13 Mm -hmm. riding bicycles along a canal Mm -hmm. that you could easily fall into and get swept away. Right. But we were going to miles and miles and miles down the road. And it's amazing though. Back then you could ride for hours and miles. And if you got lost, you somehow found your way back home. Yeah. Now you go <laughs> two hours down the road and you got to pull out your GPS to make sure you know how to get there. Right. Like, where am I? Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Mm. yeah. Or even getting lost. I mean, we did okay. get lost in the woods a couple yeah. times. Oh, yeah. We're like, yeah. I don't know where the heck we are. We come out in a neighborhood. I've never seen this neighborhood before, but there's houses at least. Let's start yeah. walking. Yeah. We'll figure Do you out. know my mom? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Where's Vernon Avenue? Right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
And I still, do you know where I live? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, there's actually been a couple of times we've been driving through because, you know, some of the days um, when Wendy's not, you know, feeling not good enough to do much of anything. She's like, can you just take me on a drive? Because at least you can just sit in the car and we can drive around. And so Bella Vista is great for that because you can just start driving. You just start anywhere. You just start driving around. You're like, I have no idea where I am. I don't know where I'm going. Maybe we've been by this street. I'm like, I think Daniel lives around here. This looks familiar. (laughs) (laughs) And then eventually you pop out onto like a county road and there's farms. You're like, oh, we're now out of Bella Vista. Well, that's like my... To get to my house, you got five different ways to get there, and you'll get lost every one. Oh yeah, oh, we know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we know. We've oh, been yeah. five different yeah. ways. <laughs> yes, five different ways. <laughs> like we had five different trips that one night. We yeah, were. yeah, we did. We did. We went a different way there and back and there and back. And, yeah. and that's why we don't hang out at my house anymore. Yeah, right. 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 We don't even think about where Daniel lives. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to. Yeah. I what? need help. Sorry, we don't have to get there. Yeah, I can't yeah. One, you. Of the, one of the biggest cul-de-sacs, knowing yeah. a man. Yeah. This goes like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So true. So true. But, so, man, we've been looking at it. It's like the only place you can afford a house right now. Everything else is crazy. Bella Vista? Yeah, Bella yeah. Vista is the only place where it's, like, manageable. Manageable, like, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's not cheap, but at least it's – but you don't get, you know – you don't have big yards and all that type of stuff. But. No, but then you got all the other... The rules and stuff. Rules. rules and I know, I know. But there are houses in Bella Vista that are not linked to the POA. Mm-hmm. Well, they're on the outskirts. They're right? on yep. the outskirts. Yeah. Yep. And I missed it by two streets. Mm. Like, if <laughs> so you go, close. If you go up and to the right, two more... Like, go up... Or, no, down two streets and to the right, back mm. towards P Ridge. Mm. All those houses along that street... They're not on mm. POA. I That's why it. there's more houses. Right. <laughs> I right. missed it. Yep. That's why there's no for sale signs there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Leave me but alone. But they do have great amenities. I mean, oh, yeah. That's why I oh, tell yeah. my father-in-law all the time because he complains about that. And I'm like, yeah, but you have like seven lakes there. And how many golf courses and all the different things that you could do? Seven golf courses. Seven? Yeah, but. Yeah, seven, five, five of them are eighteen hole, two or nine hole. Mm-hmm. Still got to pay fifty dollars to play. Yeah, on top of having your thirty dollar activity card that you pay once a year and yeah. your forty dollar monthly POA fee. I know you're complaining, but let me just give you a little information. I'm doing with a smile because I have the same argument with my father-in-law all the time. Yeah, because in Arizona. Uh, like out here, you guys call them POAs. In Arizona, we call them HOAs. Uh, yeah, right. Right. So homeowners associations. <clears throat> well, I lived in one ever since I got married until I moved out here, right? Because I'm right. like, I'm not doing that again. But, like, in Arizona, you paid a lot of money for an HOA. Right, and you don't get the amenities. You don't get the amenities. You, yeah. you have a green belt and maybe a park. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. That's all. And, but you're paying for all that stuff. Where Like, Bella Vista, you ain't paying that much. Kind of. Right. I mean, in the scheme of things. In the scheme of things, right. Yeah, and then you get you have access to all this stuff. We, right. Because I mean, you still you get, get seven, you parks, seven lakes, lakes, parks, the yeah. gyms. Like, I go to the gym for free because yeah. of right. my activity card. The pool, right? You know, the, the pool. pool. The driving yeah. range is free. Uh, the driving range is free mm-hmm. for me. Right. Yep. Um, and, and really, I think, like, my biggest, like, I'm, I get that stuff. I use it. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, like. I don't like paint it, but I will because I utilize it and I use it. Right. But we have the bike trails that run through Bella Vista 
and you can use the bike trails no matter who you are for free. Right. But yet, Bella Vista POA goes to keep those clean and tidied. And but so that's my that's to. that's my biggest like. Is it? It, although I will have to say the bike bike trails aren't free. Those bikes are too dang expensive. I know, <laughs> I know it. Right. Parmy's like, like, "When are you going to get a bike, Dad, so we can go biking together?" Because she's got a bike, and I'm like, "I'm trying, but I, <laughs> man, those bikes have, are expensive." We we have seven lakes in Bella Vista, and you can't fish them unless you have a POA code. Unless you have the POA code, or yeah. you're with a POA member. Yep. Um, if you want to put a boat, you have to register your boat with the POA in the city and. Put a little sticker. Keeps well, the that's why we, we, that's why, well, that's why we brought we bought a property out there. Yeah, like and just so, a little lot. I mean, yep. Like you know, it's just there's the little mm-hmm. those stuff, little things. and then yeah. like your doors, you have to paint like a certain color, but you got to pull three different permits because you have the POA, the city, and mm-hmm. something else, something else mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and, and you mean, always get the biggest argument was you know in Arizona was with the HOA. Well, it keeps our neighborhood values up. Well, yes and no, because if y'all have been over to our house, we got like two neighbors all within acres, mm-hmm. but that thing is tidied all the time. It's mowed. It's taken care of. It looks good. You know, so it's like, okay, I don't need somebody telling me to mow my yard mm-hmm. or I'm going to go do it anyways. Yeah. But, you know, we got, well, the, we got the older guy, you know, <laughs> at the end of the spot that I call the HOA president, you know, but... Yeah. <laughs> What, what did you mean by a green belt? What is that? Yeah. So a green belt is just a, like a, it's a long stretch of green grass. Okay. Like in like a common area, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe, so you have like a row of houses here and then, you know, maybe at the end of cul-de-sac, <clears throat> you'll have like a, like a green, just grass and a, you know, like a belt area. Then here's another row of houses. Here's another row of houses. So all I did was kind of separate the houses. So it had like a common area where you could take your dog or yeah, go play catch. The, yeah, or, they have the, the little oh, okay. bike so or pa- hiking path around it. Patch hiking. of grass. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 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 We had a little bit of grass in Arizona. Yes. They got to pay a lot for was, grass in Arizona. Was it brought it, in? No. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we got to pay to water it. Like yeah. all of our yards have rock in it. That's where but, all the money went. So, yeah. so yeah. like Bella Vista. Right. Yeah. Right. Like Bella Vista. Yeah. Just like hey, Bella Vista. We've got grass. <laughs> We know uh, we talked about your Kentucky bluegrass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, nice I, stuff. I got carpeted. Some, well, no, I've got some weeds in it right now. I've got to get out and work on it. I do. It's I terrible, got, man. I got clovers coming up in my Kentucky bluegrass, so I gotta mm. go. I gotta go work in the yard. That's on my honeydew list. Yeah, me right now. If it's green, it gets cut and looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good enough. One day, one day I'll have nice grass. One day you'll mm. be old like me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I got a 13 year old. He goes, Hey, go mow. Okay, dad. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I've got a 16 year old, but it ain't that easy. Yeah. I'm like, go mow <laughs> or give me the keys. <laughs> I try to get my. And make it look like carpet because I paid a lot for saw. I don't like it. I want it. <laughs> I try to get my dog to mow, but it don't work. Mm, yeah, so it didn't I work have out. to go mow. But when oh, you get your miniature little. cow. And eat, right. eat all that grass. Yeah, yeah. All he would do is just fertilize it. So you're. Good. I told I told Taylor to go mow once. Didn't yeah, how that, that work? Didn't work. Yeah, yeah, didn't, work. <laughs> didn't work. Mm-mm. Yeah, don't recommend. No. My wife will edge. She don't like how Haley edges, so she'll go out there and uh, do it. I'm like, she, hey, no, great. She 
She knows I'm picky about my yard, though, so she'll just... When it, when it comes time to do the yard, she knows I'm there for four hours just... Getting it right. Getting mm-hmm. it right. I was actually surprised at how much yard... How long it takes me to take care of the yard, because I don't even have a big yard, but it's just... I don't know where it's the shape or what it is, but it, yeah, it, it takes me like two to three hours to mow and edge and go around the whole fence on the inside and the edges and all the just too many darn angles i don't know what they did but that's it huh i got a corner lot just two to three hours yeah two oh, to three that's hours. nice huh. yeah huh. well yeah i don't have acres <laughs> well i don't either but it, yeah <laughs> yeah mando say well, what happens when Haley goes to college and who's gonna mow i said well i got another one coming up you know so, uh, when they're gone You'll buy me another zero turn. Right. Every 10 minutes. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, the, those uh, Roomba mowers are coming along pretty good. It won't yeah. be too long before you can just throw yourself out a electric AI robot to mow your backyard for right. you. I mean, they're already there. Uh, they're already right. there. That's, they make that's these fancy be... things called a John Deere zero turn. No, oh, uh, I know. I know. Nice. <laughs> those are awesome. I drove one of those all over the, the coffee farm. Those things are great. We had a Kubota zero hey. turn, but still, it was good. It was good. Uh, wasn't big enough. Awesome. Wasn't big enough for the coffee farm, oh, but those, other than that. Those little robot mowers, that's a no for me. Yeah, not gonna do that? No. Yeah. No. I like my robot vacuum. Nope. Keeps my house clean. Well. He says no. But he'll say yes. Don't yeah. knock it until you try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks like I got the because same we one. Got the robot. I got the same one you do. I saw it. I saw it over at Autumn's Autumn's uh, graduation party. I was yeah, like, yeah, it's the same one I got. That awesome. thing is awesome. It works great. It does. Well, one of you guys interrogated us for a while. You know, what's it do? How's it do? Yep. I can't remember which one of you guys. And the next thing you go, you guys are like, hey, yeah, let's try that. <laughs> hey, they were on sale. Yeah. It was Christmas. I said, let's do this. Yep. Do you vacuum? Mm-hmm. Oh. See, See, my wife do, vacuums. Oh, and so I vacuum my sweet. I eliminated a chore for her by just yep. she just hits a button. Yep. Hey, yep. Exactly right. Good housewife one day. Now I'll Harmony do it. does it. <laughs> Harmony yeah, empties the, the little bucket. Yeah. Hits the little button. She loves doing it. And that thing mops too. Yeah, I don't have that one. Okay. I didn't get the mop one. I, I that one wasn't on sale. But mm. I told her I'd get that next time. Yep. I do it all. Hmm. Not dishes. I let Taylor do dishes, mm. but. She can have those, but the laundry, everything else is me. Hmm. I do it, take care of it. I used to, and then I got a robot vacuum. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> we got to eliminate one thing yep. that we could just spend time doing something else. Right now, I got more plants. More chores. Yeah, more chores. Yeah, more chores. Yep. Now I got but, extra tomato plants and some extra pepper plants and yeah. some stuff like that. I'm yeah. growing in the backyard. Exactly. I don't know. I got that too. I like that. I like that. Daniel's but always yeah, like the you're, youngest, you're oldest also, guy. I know. You're, I know it. <laughs> Do what? Daniel, you're like the youngest, oldest guy I know. Look, I sit in my recliner with my plaid blanket over my legs. <laughs> right. And drink my black coffee. Drink my black coffee. Watch Matlock. When it's 110 <laughs> outside. I'll you know, watch Andy yeah. Griffith. <laughs> or gun smoke. News comes on at time. six. <laughs> yeah. I actually watched the 430 news. <laughs> <laughs> See? There you go. Mm-hmm. 430. <laughs> School hours. Get right, up, right. Get up, watch news, 5 a.m., drink my coffee. Hmm. Man, with these I'm, just, I'm just an old soul. Yep. That's it, man. You're something. <laughs> Summer's here. I don't have an alarm set, but I'm still up at 6, sitting there drinking coffee. That's cute. Watching the news. I know, you're already at work. But life of a teacher. I'd do my job any day than a teacher. 
I probably would too. <laughs> <laughs> if I could do Jetty's job, I'd go do that. Yeah, I don't think it's getting any easier either. So being a teacher? Yeah. No. Doesn't seem like it. Mm-mm. No. Well, aren't right. you a teacher too? Hmm? Aren't you a teacher as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, he leaves that to his wife. No. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I leave that to someone smarter than me. Oh. Well, that works out. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, I help out here and there, but nope, she that's... probably teaches you as well. That's probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be a teacher. Nope. I gotta know something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything. <laughs> All these kids would be coming out mouthier than they ever have. <laughs> right. <laughs> now go. I taught you all I know. <laughs> you are prepared. Here's yeah. the real world. <laughs> they don't have to be taught that. They already yeah. mm-hmm. They already are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they pick it up quick. The, the little girl next door, she was homeschooled last year. This year, she's not. She's her first year in real school. And, like, just we have seen the shift very rapidly in how she acts and she i mean again she's i think she's kindergarten or first grade and mm. she's you know they're already getting into the just the standing sideways and it's like the uh, 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 <laughs> stuff just started coming out the yep the thug life yep i'm like man is she uh last year she was an innocent little summer child <laughs> is she is she in public school or is she i don't know i actually haven't asked him i didn't press that hard you need, but you need to figure out where we're at See where they're going. Daniel School. Yeah. <laughs> I get it though. They just no, had another baby, not, so it makes it hard hard to homeschool. But yeah, you gotta do what probably you gotta do. Yeah, you do. You do. Mm-hmm. You have to. Because mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we did. I mean, we made problem. that determination when we had both of our kids. It was like, you know, are somebody gonna stay home or what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. And and so we decided that they were gonna go to public school because. We both, at that time, we were both, you know, the career driven and I don't know, you know. Brainwashed. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, but we always say that Crystal didn't have enough patience to stay at home. Yeah, yeah. You know you would have been great at it. Oh, yeah. I would have loved it. (laughs) I get to do it right now. Yeah, when we we first had Harmony, I mean, Wendy's music was career was, it was kept getting busier and busier and they were playing bigger gigs and bigger gigs and and we kept saying well if this keeps on like this i mean maybe i will be the one teaching her because if if that's what your career turns into again that we just you know not saying we were planning that it's just something we talked about it's like you know if you're going to be doing shows and traveling a ton and all this i mean that's why we were looking at getting the RV and are we going to do that life? Are we just going to be, you know, homeschooling her in the RV as mm-hmm. we travel from state to state and playing music and shows all over the place and trying to do that? You know, we we had thought that might be where we were going. This is before we were saved, of course, too, but still. Um, but then, of course, you know, Lord Lord's plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Lord's mm-hmm. plans step in and things change. You won't get an RV. You'll get a Yukon. No. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Yukon. Yep. Yeah. Now we have, now we want a tow behind though, because when he's got, she's right. If if we get something like that someday, which we probably never will, but if we did, we get a tow behind, because then you can drop it off and drive around wherever mm-hmm. you are and pick it up. Like, that's a good point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. We had an RV and I left it in the care of, of my family, and and I was like, hey, I should go get that thing and. They're like, no, you don't want it anymore. <laughs> we didn't take good care of it. Mm. I said, oh, okay. Remember that house honest. you all grew up in, the haunted house? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. That, that became the new one. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, no, apparently it sat 
sat outside in a field for like three years with nobody doing nothing to it. And so he said, I don't think that thing's worth anything anymore. Mm. I'm like, well, that's a bummer. It's all right, though. You got any quotes over there, quote man? Oh, man. I don't know. Remember, he forgot his iPad. No, oh, he yeah. doesn't. I forgot. <laughs> and he doesn't know how to have his iPad and his iPhone linked. So. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me. He's like, wait, you can do that? One of those old people. Yeah. Like Randy. Mm. <laughs> you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. <coughs> that Go is true. That, that is true. So, what do you think, Jed? I say that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you bring that up, and I was waiting for the right time to bring this up, but it's now. But, uh, I was talking to somebody last night, and we were talking about you, Judd. Not bad things behind your back, but... Just what he's going to talk about. Yeah, just what I'm going to talk about right about. So it's not going to be behind your back. Now it's going to be in front of your face. Okay. But, uh, you know, all the stuff that you've gone through here in the last two months, you know, when we've talked about this, and it's just poured and poured and poured over there. But I, I told this individual, I says, but you have set the example for a lot of us that if we ever go through the circumstances you went through on how to do it with Jesus being your focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I appreciate it, you know, and, and you really have, and I don't know if you've through this time, you probably don't even know certain things that you've said or certain things that have you acted or certain ways like that, because you've had so much on your mind and, you know, days have blended in you don't even know what day it is. You don't know what time it is. <laughs> it's just so much piled up on you. But from an outsider and a lot of us that's been around you during this time, we can see the example that you have set for us to act and to put God first. And I just want to say, hey, thank you for that. But, you know, it's just I, I wanted to. I don't know what the word is, but I just want to say that you've said it, you know, you've, you've been the example. I'll add to that because, you know, we, we sit here and talk about your family and we could see through that, that you guys serve the Lord because even at the visitation, I don't know if he was listening to our conversation with your dad there, but I missed it. <laughs> of course, you know, I hate asking how y'all are doing, but I mean, that's just how it comes out. How you guys doing? Yeah. And your dad come back at me and goes, we've had some pretty good hard weeks this last few weeks, but I don't see how anybody can do it without Jesus. He said, I think we're doing pretty good for what we're given. And like I said, just adding to that, I mean, you could see it runs through the family. Mm-hmm. So not only you, but it sounds like your dad's a good and the day after Hillary had passed away, he showed up at the house that afternoon. I think Derek was already there. And he kind of slipped in and was slipping out. And I didn't really get to talk to him, so I ran out there. And he t- he just looked at me and he said, well, everything's going to be okay. We've got our faith. And I, I said, that's all we've got. <laughs> yeah. So I I was really motivated by his his response on that. Like I said, I'm pretty sure, I'm not going to speak for him, but pretty sure that (laughs) night when we was over there, we waited on you to talk to us, and it was God's plan. And I I think that was pretty good motivation for us as well that night. So 
if anything, we've taken that away as seeing the faith and being the example. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Well, he does have a plan, and he's not supposed to give us anything we can't handle, but I'm going to tell you, it's a load. But yeah. if it wasn't for him, I, there's no way. <clears throat> yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I, I had an interesting discussion, actually, with my wife, Wendy, that she we were talking about this because there was actually a clip that this guy played, and he said, <clears throat> he goes, I, you know, I understand that there is God's plan, right? He goes, but he stopped, says, I've stopped saying it to people who are going through a grieving process, saying, oh, well, it's all part of God's plan. Um, and his point to it was, he goes, he goes, I don't think God's plan is to cause you pain, right? Mm-hmm. That's not like he set out to mm-hmm. do that. He didn't say, you know, again, and I could be wrong on this, but I just, I, I understand what he was trying to come from is saying that it's not like God required this thing to happen to you. It happened. And whatever happens, there's nothing that can thwart his plans and he can turn all things for good, no matter what it mm-hmm. is at all. Cause there, and this is a different situation too. Cause you know, there, there are, there are certain situations you'd say, this is not God's working at all that this happened because that can clearly be a working of Satan that could cause bad things to happen to people. I don't think that's what this was in this situation, but just saying to, to say to someone else, now then you said, and my point with this is, but when someone who's going through it is holding on to that and saying that I know that God has a plan Mm -hmm. and that it, no matter what happens, the, his plan will be perfect and his plan will work. We, we won't know what it is till later. So again, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think God's plan was initially for Hillary to, to die right now. I don't, I just don't know if that's true, but if that is what happened, there's only good that can come of it through your faith, through what you do, through how everyone around it interacts with it. So again, I'm, I'm not saying it's not God's plan. I'm just saying, I don't know if it was written from the beginning that this is how it was going to go. And we, and we got to remember what the devil's job is, right? He seeks and destroys, mm-hmm. right? He's the one that causes grief. Mm-hmm. He's yep. the one that causes these issues. Mm-hmm. What did he want Job to do? He wanted Job to curse God, right? He wants to turn people away from God. Mm-hmm. That's all he can that's what do. He wants to do. Yeah, that's that's what, all he can do. That's all he can do. Yep. That's he his... can't. And I you know, like we, well, we always say too. you know, the devil can't be in multiple places at once. Mm-mm. Only Jesus. You know, and only he doesn't can, know all things. Right? He doesn't yeah. know all things. Mm-mm. But he has a job, and this is his playground right now, mm-hmm. is destroy, you know, us as Christians. Is it destroy yeah. us? He knows to, he to, can't to, win. To deceive us, yep. to get us away from God. You know, and he goes, you know, hey, if I do this and this and this, we'll, we'll see how strong your faith is now, bud. You know, and you're going, okay. You know, sometimes we have to sit there and we got to fight them because it is a war. And we go, okay. And this is why we have the armor of God, mm-hmm. right? And that's why the sword is the, is the scripture, right? That's why we fight with that. And that's what you've done, Jed, mm-hmm. is you fought with that. You fought the devil. And you're going, you're not going to get me away from God. What you're going to do is make me stronger. You're going to make me closer to God. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of us could go through that and go, okay, I'm going to blame God. And I'm going to play the blame game. And I don't want to believe in God no more. Because, God, you allowed this to happen, mm-hmm. right? And I've heard that a lot of times, and I've heard that from multiple people. And that's why I wanted to say something to Jed tonight <clears throat> on that, because 
God, you know, Jed's not blaming God, and he's going, I'm going to fight the devil, and you're going to make me closer to God. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, I, I don't see how a person would want to blame God on that and just push him away. I, it doesn't sink in my mind right, but it's like I told you the other day, I am at so much peace. I'm at so much peace that my peace scares me. Mm-hmm. And I know where it comes from. But I'm just, it's, it's, I miss them, miss them all, but I'm at peace with it. And it, it really does kind of give me the little heebie-jeebie every once in a while. It's like, okay. Oh, why am I feeling so peaceful right so now? So peaceful. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what his, that's what God does is, mm-hmm. you know, he says to come to me for comfort. Right. Yeah. Come to me, you know, and that's why he gives you that peace and that comfort. Because he's the only person, you know, he's he he's the only one that can do that in a circumstances like this. Well, and I wonder why all the movies <clears throat> and all the day, daytime stories are all about how people get so angry and their lives fall apart and they turn away from God. And why do they seed that? I mean, that just seems strange, right? right. That couldn't be a reason <laughs> that they make people think that's what you're supposed that's to what you're do. Supposed to do, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's normal to do that mm-hmm. to fall apart completely. And, and, you know, fall away. Right. And I know, and I understand that we've had many, many, many talks, Judd. I mean, many. I mean, <clears throat> we all have a breaking point, right? We do. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. all have a breaking point. And sometimes we have to find those ways to to release some of the stress, right? You know, that's why I told you, I'm like, hey, you want to go shoot guns? You want to go <laughs> do something? You want to, you know, hang out as men and go do something that gets you away from the everydayness of, you know, thinking about it. Yeah. Right. I mean, we, we still have that as Mm -hmm. humans, we have that in our mind and, you know, but with your comfort and your faith in God has brought so much peace over you that you're going, well, Derek, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm all right right now. I mean, and I, and I know don't let anything else happen right now because I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, but. I'm right there, but yeah, I get it. I get it. I just don't know how, how a person that doesn't have God in their life. That's the, where the movies come in. Yeah. Cause they don't. Yeah. They don't, they don't but, have that true relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And that's where the biggest part of that. And I think we preach on this all the time and we've had studies and we've say this multiple times is the relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Not just sitting at the pew, not just going, "Hey, I'm here," but having that deep, true relationship with God and knowing Him, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of these answers or a lot of these questions could be answered because we know the characteristic of God, mm-hmm. right? Yep. A man on a desert island with no Bible could still have a super close relationship with God and mm-hmm. be in heaven and be saved, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need anything else. Mm-hmm. You don't. It's all the rest of it is good, and you should want it, and you should do it, but you don't need it. Mm-hmm. All you need is God. Yeah. All you need is Jesus. That's it. And that's, that's it. support dog, right? What? And yeah, that's and support that's support dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> and that's support dog. So I wanted, because you brought up Job, um, I wanted to to look at this because we we talk about like when when things happen in life and part of God's plan and we don't know if it's God's plan or not. And then we always resort back to Job and how Satan took all this away from Job. But have you ever noticed in the story of Job, 
exactly what happens at the beginning. If you pick up chapter 1, verse 6, it says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. The Lord said to Satan, From where have you been? Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? Mm. Job was never on Satan's radar until God said, Have you considered him? God put Job on Satan's radar for the testing. Mm. So when we talk about... Being in God's plan, for us, it's hard to conceptualize because God thinks outside of time and space. Right. Mm-hmm. And we think in time and space. And, and we talk about how God is all-knowing, right? And, and it sounds weird, but having lost friends at such a young age... And as I've gotten older, what I've had to realize is that it is a part of God's plan, even though sometimes we don't want to accept that. Mm -hmm. Because God laid the foundations of the earth before the foundations of the earth were ever put. Right. Mm -hmm. God laid our lives out and knew knew when it was going to begin and when it was going to end before it ever, before the foundations were ever laid. And so I don't know. I, I don't feel comfortable saying, well, I don't know if it was a part of God's plan or not. Because when I think about it, everything's God's it's, plan. It's yeah, all part of God's is. plan. It's all God's plan. And yeah. that's what yeah. we have to understand. And that's what we have that hope and that peace in is knowing <clears throat> God's going to take care of it. I feel it's like part you, of it. if you try to take it out that it what might not have been God's plan, then you're going to let a little bit of doubt sink in. Okay, well, God's not in complete control. He allowed that to happen. And that's where the anger starts That's where the anger starts to build. You got to just say, it's all part of God's plan. Even if he's allowed the devil to do it, if the devil done it. And and what really opened my eyes to this was um, when when I was in Montana on my mission trip after my freshman year of college. I had no cell phone service where I was at absolutely none and then one day full bars and three days after the full bars i get a phone call from my cousin saying my grandpa passed away i was like how in the world like at the moment i'm you know i'm crushed because my grandpa was like my best friend Mm -hmm. and so i was crushed but then i realized that was all part of the plan Mm mm-hmm that God had laid out, you know, I didn't see it at the time, but, but later on, and, and, and I've realized that too, you know, I mean, I just, this last Saturday, I went to that. I'm memorial glad you bring service. that up. I was going to say, you need to bring that this, up. This last yep. Saturday, I went to a memorial service for uh, one of my good buddies that I worked with for <clears throat> three or four years, I think four years over at uh, the elementary school. And, uh, he was, he grew up around the church but it was so there is no God, you know, if there was a God, things wouldn't happen, like bad mm-hmm. things wouldn't happen, da, 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 all this. And so we had spent so many conversations. I, I think probably three, four days a week, we were having hour long conversations about God and God's love and salvation. Um, and when, when I got the news, so Hillary passed on, what was that? The Wednesday, right? Or Thursday. 
Wednesday. 19th. Wednesday. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Hillary passed on Wednesday. He passed on Sunday, the same week. Same week. And so, like, I had, you know, I had the Hillary news and then him. Um, and he, the way he, like, they were hiking in Oregon. Um, his kids went over the cliff of a waterfall, and he was such a selfless man. He dove to save them and overshot. Saved the three boys, but overshot, fell to his death. And um, So when I got the news, the biggest regret I had in my life was not knowing whether or not he ever trusted and accepted Christ. And so when we were at the memorial service, his wife came up to me, and she said, thank you. I said, thank you for what? She said, thank you for loving Ryan enough to continuously sharing with him and never giving up. I said, what do you mean? She said, December of 2021, sitting on the front porch, he accepted Christ. Mm. And I was like, what? <laughs> you yep. know? And, and so you never know. You never know. You never know. And here it was a year and a half later, he, you know, he, he passed away. He never stepped foot in a church, even after that. <laughs> You know, never, never was baptized. Never like we talk about the the man on the cross, yeah, like that the theology. Thief on the cross, yeah. The thief mm-hmm. on the cross theology, man. And 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 that was the thing was he 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 didn't like organized religion, but he knew he needed Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you know, but yeah. And that was all with God's perfect plan. It was all, mm-hmm. in the, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know countless times that we talked. And, and I shared with him and countless times it was just like, no, no, I, I don't believe in, you know, organized religion. I don't believe in God. Like, I mean, and then just one day. Mm-hmm. And that's God working through you. Oh, right? absolutely. You know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's like Hillary, I worked with her. You worked with her and all, but I had that urge to work with her. The yeah. other one's. I'm not saying I didn't work with him, but we actually worked. We yeah. sat down. We was on the couch. We had the Bible out, and we was reading, and we'd have little discussions, and had done that. Which she was, uh, well, she was baptized a, almost a year before she passed away. So I felt good about that. But I know I've had the conversation with you, Derek, and I think I've talked to Randy, but to look back in the last two years of her life, there was just little cues like this was God's plan. Yeah. She wasn't meant to be here. There was things that had happened mm-hmm. that just little glimpses that God was saying, she's going to go home. Yeah. And that's the thing you always got to remember is it's, we're not, we're not grieving them. No. You know, we're the ones missing. We're the ones like in loss. Nathan, always comes and gives me a hug here in church and he'll, he'll pick me off the ground. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Oh, I love Nathan. I, I do too. Yeah, I love Nathan. But he come up the other day and asked me how I was doing Sunday and picked me up off the ground. And I said, doing pretty good, Nathan. <laughs> and of course, then he come back in and give me another one and he kind of teared up. And I said, Nathan, I said, one thing about it, I, I do miss him, but I said, I, I, that's not the problem. I said, I'm jealous. <laughs> I know where they're all at. Right, right, <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like I've said that several mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Like, like they're they're at the feet of Jesus. Yeah. I'm jealous right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Like Hillary's like, hey, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They 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 won the race. Yeah, they yeah. won the race. Yeah. And, and that's <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, especially you know, I had a buddy that passed away at the age of like 15, 16 of leukemia, 
and and everyone's like, oh, he lost the battle to cancer. He lost, and I'm like, he didn't lose the battle. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, he he passed from here, but man, he won the battle. Like, I, mm-hmm. I lost a good friend in uh, fourth grade. Yeah, same thing. And, leukemia again. Yeah. Yep. And and so I I don't say that he lost. You know, Mm-mm. Hillary didn't lose anything. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. Know. No, yeah. We lost, say, we lost her. But right. She yeah. gained, gained everything. Gained she gained everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. She she ran she ran that marathon quicker than I did. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Just wait till you get there. She's gonna say loser. You're the snail. Sure will. Yeah. That's so true though. I know. So true. Let me shoot this out here and see what y'all boys think about it. It says death ends a life, but not the relationship. Mm. Thoughts? I could say that for like my my father, when he passed away, it was. I still talk to him, even though I know that's not biblical. I know I do the same thing. But with my yeah, mom, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I don't know if he can hear me. I think he does i mean if i can understand i think he would but i don't know i have no idea how that actually works but and usually when i talk to him i'm not expecting him to answer it's most of the time it's like you were right about that (laughs) right right. (laughs) you told me you were right about that or thank you for teaching me that or thank Mm -hmm. you for doing that you know these these just different little things that without him i would not be the man that i am today Mm -hmm. you know and so there is, there is a, you know, I built, we have a, I had a relationship with him and it didn't just disappear. I still hear his teaching. I hear his encouragement. I hear his voice mm-hmm. there, you know, trying to, trying to help me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now I think we all do that. Right. I mean, I think we still build a relationship with somebody that's gone, but I don't think it, I mean, it's, it's kind of a different kind of relationship. You know, it's not. Mm, like I do the same thing too. Like my, you know, my mom passed young and, you know, and then, you know, you talk about grandpas Yeah, and grandpas are awesome. Like, I, I mean, I was blessed to have two great grandpas. I mean, yeah. two, Wonder, you know, yeah. two, two grandpa, you know, one, one on each side, but I mean, they're both awesome. Yeah. They're both really good men. You know, they teach you how to do things as a kid and run a tractor <laughs> or, you know, go get hay or, you know, learn how to drive a truck on a dirt road, you know, just stuff like that where you're like, man, that's my grandpa. Mm-hmm. It's you like know, still it, seeking their wisdom. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that. You know, it, I, it's still seeking. Going, hey, I don't know what kind of relationship though. That's I, that's that's where I'm, I'm. I'm trying to figure out. Is it more that you keep the memory? I think it's more that. Yeah. You know, like now, there's moments like my, my mom's dad, that grandpa taught me how to build stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I'm building something or restoring a piece of furniture, like I'm doing now with this table for a guy from school like sometimes i hear his voice in my head like hey idiot why are you doing it this way you <laughs> take know? your time <laughs> yeah take your time or that that like you feel the slap on the back of your head and you're like nobody's here yes grandpa yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but i do i think it's more the memory of of what we had with them mm-hmm. as opposed to yeah like an actual, an actual relationship, relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and that makes sense. That's why I brought it up. I was wanting when I seen that, I was like, I'm on the same page. It, it's uh, it's hard to 
to classify it as a relationship mm-hmm. when yeah. it's more of a, like you said, seeking, you know, wisdom or you have it and you're stuck in your head going, I'd do it this way, but I know as soon as I do it, is this the way they're going to do it? And yeah. Would it been better to do it that way? You know, stopping yeah. and listening. Because know? like building a relationship is like an everyday process. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then building a relationship is, we're building new memories. And that's how I picture a relationship. Like we all are building a relationship with e- with each other. We're building a relationship with pe- other people and that's still going on. And even with the, with the relationship with God, that's a right. daily thing too. Right. And we're building that relationship. And so I think with somebody that's gone, I, I, I don't feel that we're building the relationship with them, but we kind of remember their, all of their things that they taught us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, I can't, I can't, I don't know, all of those too fresh, too dumped on me too much and right. too soon, but I, I can't see the relationship. It's, yeah. it's a memory. It's a memory. It's trying to hold on, which another friend of mine that I went to college with, you hadn't met yet, but you'll meet him too. Can't wait. But he <laughs> lost his father in a farming accident probably when he was 12. And he come down the other day again after the visitation and stuff and we visited a while but he said he said you've had it pretty rough he said he asked me a few little questions and he said i see how you're getting along and and he understands my faith and he said the hardest thing to do and he said it'll hit you later down the road he said You'll, you'll forget their voice. He said, you you keep plugging along and little things slip away from you. Mm. And he said, mm-hmm. you've got to keep going. But he said, all of a sudden one day, he says, you'll just, what their voice sound like? What was the smell in their truck or something? It'll hit you. And he said, you just kind of push back to keep moving forward and he said it'll hit you one day <laughs> hmm. yeah I could tough. I can still smell the flowers in my mom's funeral right you know mm-hmm. I smell that smell that's what I'm like Man, I don't want to smell that <laughs> you know <Yeah>. but, <laughs> but I know she's in a good spot too man she's up there in heaven and it took me a while to get back to building, <clears throat> to building stuff you know, because the smell of sawdust and the smell of stain yep. reminded yep. me of the good times we had. But I don't know. I I told him, I said, that's one of the first things I did. I went through her phone. I went through mine looking for videos or something just to have her voice. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I still do every once in a while, I'll sit up and watch Ray's little <laughs> photo. Yeah, the deal. little video. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And I, I might watch the full hour of it or more, but I, I probably watch that, I'd say, at least twice a week. And it's just to remember the good times. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I am. That was a good job, too, on that slideshow. Thank show. you. It was Thank awesome. You. It was. I was, like I said, I went at it. I went at it with full effort. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make this, I'm going to make it as good as I can. Yeah. So. And the music that she had went with it. 
Some of them kind of make you think there. Oh, a they, bit. It, it, yeah. When you gave me that list, like I said, I had to get all of them on there because okay? mm-hmm. I couldn't. You can't even like just buy MP3s really easily anymore. So I, I literally had to use recording software to listen to them and record them over the video. So every single one of them, I had to listen to had too. Had to listen to. Yeah. Too. So I was like going through this playlist of all these songs, and and I, I, I give it to God the order they came in and all of it. At the end, I was like. That worked out really well. (laughs) That worked out so darn well. Like one song almost kind of led into the other in some spots. And I'm like, wow. Like, and like you said, yes, some of those songs, I'm like, it's unbelievable how well they fit Mm -hmm. everything. And and I know you guys didn't have a ton of time to pick those out. No. You literally were like, we're going to get you some songs. And like an hour later, here they are. (laughs) That was like the first five or six or seven that was on her playlist. That was in her phone. That was hers. Yep. There's a couple of them yeah. I'd never heard before, too. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like, who's that? that? Song. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. Harmony like, really likes one of them, that, uh, that Seven Years song. Yeah. She really likes that one. She's been p- playing around with that and learned, trying to figure out how to play it on her play own piano and stuff. Yep. <laughs> yep. And these kids have their songs. Oh, they do. They do. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up, too. Don't listen to the devil's music. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. <laughs> Some of it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's class, classical music. Now. Yeah. 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 It's like, no, right. I'm not that old yet. I know. Yeah. Right, right. Your guns and roses I, I on classic rock. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I am that old. I'll, right. I'll accept it. The one of hers that got me that I'd never heard or anything was that one of Daddy's Love. Mm. I'd never heard that one before, and mm-hmm. I was surprised it was on her mm. deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that father-daughter bond is it's different. Well, it's because we and it's it's built into us. It's it's the plan from God, right? We are called as the men to watch over mm-hmm. the women, right? That is our job. Mm-hmm. That is like you got one job. <laughs> is to take care. Don't screw it up. Yeah. yeah. Take care of the women. Yep. That is, that's, that's what the whole headship thing means. That's what, again, some of the stuff we'll probably be going over, or we will be going over in, in the men's ministry Bible study stuff is just, again, what is our job? What is our role? And that it, we understand some of it. It's, it's just built innately into you, right? But it's, we, we, I, it's our society is trying to take it apart, is trying to undercut it. Right. Is trying to mm-hmm. the to to remove it mm-hmm. right, and it's not by accident, right? And that's a whole different topic. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's it is being done on purpose. Again, that's that stat. The, the I can't remember which one of you guys shared it, but we we know it's true. I've seen it in other places that you know if the man gets saved, mm-hmm. it is almost impossible for the rest of the family not to get saved. Yep, there is a reason it 93%. happens that way. Ninety three percent. Yeah, it's. And, and yeah, nothing comes close, right? Nothing comes close. And, and that's what we are called to do is to shepherd our families, to guide our families, to protect our families and even the women more than our young boys. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just ingrained in the men. Mm-hmm. And we, again, even unsaved men know that in a certain way. We to know protect it. Their a, family. Yeah. Yeah. They know that. Exactly. Yeah. But again, as you said, that bond with your daughter it's a different type of bond because again, you, you have full responsibility for every single thing she does mm-hmm. until she has a husband. 
that's when it's handed over to them. Mm-hmm. And you are the captain of that ship. Anything she does, God is going to judge you for when yep. you get to heaven. So, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, we've said this too. And then Pastor Roger <laughs> hit it a couple weeks ago that, you know, God created the family before the church. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Created yep. the family. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what our job as men are. By I like 4,000 years, he created the family right. before the church. Right. <laughs> yep. Not just a little bit before. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> yeah. That was, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. And that is why, again, it even says, you know, when you husbands and wives, you cleave together to become one and leave your family, your, the rest of your family, because as soon as you do that, it's all about your, your wife. Right. It is. It is. And, and a good thing to remember, I think, too, that to drill into our heads because our society twists this. And I think it's one of the reasons the divorce rate is so high. Your wife comes before your children. Right. Your wife is first. Yep. Because that is that is the God, the mm-hmm. godly relationship. That's the example you're setting for your children. That's the, the lessons you teach your children, how you treat your wife, how you take care of your wife. And, and I am guilty of that too, even, especially with the situation we have where I, where I have to do more of the things for harmony, where maybe the wife would step in to take her to these different things or do some of these different things. So I end up spending a lot more time with her. And so there are, there are other times we'll, you know, get back from softball and harm like, Hey daddy, can we do this? And I said, no, I'm going to go spend time with your mother. Now you can go play with your toys. You can go watch some TV, but no, it is. Mom and dad time. Mm-hmm. I can't come with. Nope. You're not coming with. Nope. We're going to go sit mm-hmm. together. It's our time. And I'm trying to just set that good boundary for her to show her. That's what she should be looking for in a man too, is a man who prioritizes her over everything else. Yeah. Cause it goes God first. Mm-hmm. Then our wives. And we've said this before on the last raising kids and this yeah. comes up again. But there's too many parents out there that idolize their kids. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue is that you have these parents that are idolizing their kids so much that you don't have a relationship with your own spouse. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. your relationship is built on your kid and your kid only. Well, that's wrong. Well, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm probably going to get so wrong. much grief for it, <laughs> but it's wrong. Because as a man, our job, and it started with Adam and Eve, right? Our job is to work tend to the field and to take care of our wives, right? Mm-hmm. That's our job. And our wives job is to take care of the kids. Yes. I still like that. There's a different comedian, but you know, again, saying that, you know, if you're thinking about having children, you should just make sure you marry a Christian. Cause at least she'll want to be with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, we, I mean, you know, if we look back and, you know, just in my, my marriage and all that stuff. Yeah. Sometimes we have failed to do that, you know, uh, but the closer I got my relationship with God, the closer I get to my wife mm-hmm. and building that relationship. Mm-hmm. And she could tell you now, and you can go ask her anytime now. She goes, yep, that is the man that I married. You are the man that I married because I've gone through other stuff and gone away from God and come mm-hmm. back and. Now, my relationship with God is a lot stronger. My relationship with my wife is a lot stronger. Right. Because it's then, a mirror. And then hers is, her relationship with God is a lot stronger, mm-hmm. you know? And now we got that relationship now that we know that she comes first before the kids. Yeah. It's, it's a triangle. Um, like anytime I do marriage counseling and for people, it's you, them, God. 
Mm-hmm. And so as you're both growing closer to God, you're both growing closer together. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Yep. Right. Because it's, it's, again, it's, it's that mirror of that. We are subservient to God. We give everything to God. We give our, our will, our, you know, lead us, guide us, teach us. And the, our wives are supposed to do the same. We are supposed to be the ones who are leading the family. This is the direction we're going. This is the theology that we believe in. Mm-hmm. This is our, you know, not saying we have to decide every day. We're having sloppy Joe's for dinner tonight. <laughs> right. That's, you right. know, that's, that's, you can now, do woman? that. But <laughs> get in that kitchen and make me some pie. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, we're having chicken tonight. <laughs> but again, we're supposed to, in a while. <laughs> we are supposed to mirror Jesus. Right. We are supposed to be the, set the, example. the servant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should wash your feet. Mm-hmm. I haven't washed my feet, wife's feet in a while, but <laughs> it doesn't always have to be physically washing feet. It doesn't <laughs> always have to. Be but you know, when you brought up that, you know, you brought up that passage of Job, right? Yeah. And he says, "Have you met my servant?" servant. Right? When you said that, I'm like, "How awesome that would be!" God going, "Hey, have you met my servant Derek?" Right. Right. You know of him? Right. Right. And I'm like, uh-huh. "You imagine that?" Uh huh. <laughs> It'd be awesome. And you know me. I know you, wow. <laughs> you know, you get to that part and that relationship with God so much yeah. that he called, this is my servant. Yeah, because yep. even in that with Job, like, you know, Satan said, I've been going to and fro, mm-hmm. right? And I always skip over that part of it. But what does Satan do? What's his job? He goes to and fro the earth to seek, kill, and, and destroy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was referring to. Like, hey, I was going to and fro to do my job, like to seek, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he is like, have you considered Job? Yeah. Like, here this you is, go. This is my servant. <laughs> my servant, right. Job. Oh, he's only your servant because of. <laughs> right. Okay, well, here. Take here. everything he has. Just don't yeah, take a harm him. Right. Yep. Boom. You know. Yep. Well, since you guys brought back to Job, I was look, looking back. I was looking for this one while ago when we was going back to Job's. But it says, Jesus is familiar with rejection, suffering, and sorrow. You can trust that he will not abandon you in yours. And yeah. in, the, in that quote itself, what I got to thinking about it was, he wasn't here to feel what we feel, do what we do. Mm-hmm. So how is that not comforting to know that he's already been through it, done it, and we can rely on him, mm-hmm. trust in him? Mm-hmm. So he's been betrayed in the worst way possible. Right. Tortured. Right. <laughs> Murdered. The worst trial known to man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. The most corrupt trial. Yeah. And yep. we see that even today. Like, you know, we see the, the trials that go on. And, you know, we've been involved in trials. We see how the justice system is. We know how bad it is. Yep. Yeah. And that that right there showed us how corrupt that trial was. I mean, really. I mean, it was the worst trial mm-hmm. known to man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just that. I mean, he knew the, the pain of losing a loved one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew the pain of friends leaving him behind. Yeah. And betraying him, running off. Yeah. You know, he knew the pain of of parents walking off and leaving him <laughs> at the temple. Right. 
new, new you, know, you know, your own family disowning yeah. you. Yeah. You he know, had brothers and sisters who did not believe him and yeah. disowned him and yeah. were probably, I mean, if again, it doesn't explicitly say it, but he was at his hometown when they tried to stone him to death. <laughs> yeah. I think his family was there. You'd mm-hmm. think. Right. <laughs> you know, so I'm not I mean, saying they were throwing stones. I'm just saying they didn't, they weren't, nowhere does it say, and Jesus' family tried to stop them. Right. Right. <laughs> But he so. did bring back his friend Lazarus. Though. He did bring back. He did. I mean, he come did. on. Come on. He's got one thing. No, just, but he, he was set my that best example, friend. though. He oh, set yeah. the example for all of us. He did. Yeah. He did. Because he'd gone through everything that we're going to go through. Everything. And says, look, I, Jesus, I, you, know, I, you know, speaking, I'm still perfect. Yep. Yeah. I went through all the same things you're going to go through. And I'm still sinless. And I did this for you. And I did this well, for you. you. you go and back I died to, on the cross. Yeah. You go back to Matthew you. before the Sermon on the Mount, mm-hmm. and he went through the temptation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like Jay says, nothing new under the sun. No. So. No, there's nothing oh. new. There's nothing he's done new. it. Why? I mean, I'm not saying we can't and we're better. I'm just saying if he's done it, you know it's there. Don't be surprised or don't mm-hmm. have strong faith. Yeah. Because... It's already been done. Put your faith in him. You know. And he went through the false prophets. That's right. He did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. gone through it all. He's gone through it all. Yep. Yep. And so us as men, we got to look at that and go, that is the man I want to be. Yeah. And I'm crying about this. Jeez. Right. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got to wake up early for this. Uh, <laughs> right. I don't know. Thank you. The good thing is, too, he went through some good times, too, I bet. I don't think it was all bad. No. Sitting around the campfire. Pal, I was 12 of your best buddies. Like, joke with the disciples. I mean, like, buddies, you know, like, yeah, man. I mean, he got frustrated with them, too. Yeah, he did. Why don't you all understand this? You know, yeah, yeah. Where'd you get 12 guys together? You're going to get frustrated. Yeah. Why are you worrying about food? Did you not just see what I did? Yeah. Have you seen going, like, hey, look at my sandals. They're perfect. Yeah. Have you seen that video? Why is there dirt on yours? Mine's clean. Right. There's Jesus and the apostles. They're all sitting at this table at like a pizza joint and the waitress is there and, and the Jesus is like we'll just take 12 waters <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah you, you know that doesn't get explained in the Bible but you, you'd have to just think of that it was a good he, he, some good yeah. times yeah. Yeah. yeah and probably joked around a little bit and kind of just you know that's the part we don't need Right, right. We don't need that part because we know how to do that. We do. <laughs> yeah, we got that down. Yeah. But if you think it's all just serious and no fun, I right? Mean, then you, you've got issues, right? I mean, there's got to be some relief at some point. If he was a hundred percent human, like I've never met anybody who doesn't have any bit of humor in there somewhere, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think the you know some of the folks that are just serious all the time, man. I just. Sometimes the heart's not in the right they're, spot. They're missing out. Mm-hmm. I don't think the heart's in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because that joy that they talk about, that's another thing, and it, I guess perfectly caps right on top of what we're talking about is how could you still have joy in going through things like what we're going through, mm-hmm. like what Jed went through, right? And yeah. you can't, it, people misunderstand, I think, what that joy <clears throat> means, right? Because it, it doesn't mean that you're happy. Joy is in Joy and happiness are two separate things. Yeah. Uh, Happy, I, happiness is built off of what? Emotions. Emotion, yeah. Right? 
happy things, is usually connected with something right physical. when things are going yeah. good yeah. you're happy mm-hmm. when yep. things are going bad you're sad yep whereas i see joy is like what i feel when i get up in the morning i was gonna say it's within yeah it's, it's, it's within a, yeah. It, yeah it's like a fire it's like that that drive mm-hmm. it's the the i enjoy life yep that's, i enjoy getting up every day that, that's why it's one of the fruit of the spirits mm-hmm. yeah Being content. yeah yeah yeah, yep. there's not a single day where I'll I wake up and joy. I'm just like, oh, yeah. I just wish yeah, this it's... wasn't here. I wish I wasn't going to have, I just wish it was over. Mm-hmm. I just wish I didn't get to do this or have to do this other thing. Even when it's like, I got 12 things to do today in five hours and there's no way it's going to get done and this is going to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. But I'm still like, let's get it done. <laughs> the joy is how fast can I drive my truck to get there? <laughs> 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 yeah. So. yeah. No, this, this little verse come to me the other day, and it kind of fits most of what I've been going through, I think. It's Romans eight eighteen. For I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be nothing compared to the yeah. reward mm-hmm. nothing. and nothing. the glory that's coming. We're going to look back on it and like I said, you won't even shed a tear over it mm-hmm. because it'll, you'll, it'll be such a blip yep. in all the rest of it. I yep. know. All right, you got to look at the big picture. I'm always saying to keep it simple, but God's plan is so mm-hmm. big we can't even think about no, it. No, you can't even think about it. But so we you know how gotta, it ends. You just We know how it ends, so just go with it. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, like I said, we'll either see him up there or we'll meet him in the air, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just depends on when he comes back. Mm -hmm. And you think about that eternity. You ever think about that? Right. You can't even think about it. No. I was actually, we were talking about that this morning because I I do a Sunday morning Bible study with one of the guys I work with. And we were talking about, you know, just even trying to grasp eternity Mm -hmm. and how that's difficult because most people... Like trillions is what we started talking about because people don't grasp what that means. Right. And that's why some people are not near as upset about, you know, the debt the going debt from nine trillion to 10 trillion. Cause like, well, it's just nine to 10. You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> like nine tri- trillion to 10 trillion is not just one. Like you're not just changing one. That's an insane number. You can't even fathom it. You know, it was like a, uh, what was it? A million seconds is like three weeks. A billion seconds is like 30 years. And a trillion seconds, you're talking close to 300 years, <laughs> right? So that's the difference between yeah. 30 years or generations, right? That's what that's what one trillion is. And that's not eternity, right? That's just a trillion. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. I barely can grasp it myself. I and can't. It, but it, that breaks it down in a way where you're like, man, like eternity, like one forever one, one, <laughs> one trillion seconds I, I looked it up i googled it Thirty-one thousand seven hundred and nine calendar years that's what it is yeah thirty-one thousand wow. years that's what a trillion is so if one i gave tri- you a dollar a day it would take thirty-one thousand years to give you a trillion dollars <laughs> We only went from nine to ten. Yeah, well, we went from nine to ten. It's nothing. Why do you gotta be so literal? For that, it? is yeah. crazy. It's, uh, that is crazy. That is crazy. I don't know. This popped in my head, and I, I think about all you know, not all the time, but you know, when I do, and you think about that eternity, you're just 
It's mind boggling. Well, it's more yeah. than a trillion seconds. It's so. more yeah. than a trillion. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do we, we just throw those numbers yeah, around really. like we understand them. Right. We don't. We don't. Nobody does. It's yep. crazy. Trillion. Uh, yeah. It's amazing when they went to the trillion. Yeah. To the, the trillions. What's yep. the biggest number out there? Uh, one I, only biggest number I know is a Googleplex. A Googleplex. It is a one followed by one million zeros. That's one. what a Googleplex is. <laughs> There's probably a bigger number. Hey, why do you know this? <laughs> that's not even coming from the teacher. Because yeah, really. <laughs> I drink coffee and I know I, things. I, that's I what I do. I don't teach math. Good coffee. <laughs> yeah, I drink good coffee and I know things. Actually, I stole the line. I can't remember from what movie it is, but I used to tell people all the time. It's like, oh, because between me and my brother, we know almost everything. If I don't know it, he does. <laughs> In a Google years, that is... 10 to the hundredth power. Yeah, to the ton to the hundredth power, which ends up being a million zeros. Which is a lot. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's it's what the a article lot. says. Yeah. Which is a lot. Yep. <laughs> I can't even think of a trillion. That or really even a billion. That is right. crazy. You know, I don't yeah. want to try to auctioneer in trillions. No. Right. I'm not no. no. I mean, imagine well right now though no like you're looking at houses. You know, y'all want to buy a house and you know we've kind of just looked to see what's out there. And now, like your normal house with some land is a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm like, we were driving down the road, and that house, you know, that one on Mount Olive is for sale, like 1.2 million. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's a million. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. That's insane. A million dollars. Where people just think, oh, it's just a million. It's just a million. You're like, a million dollars. That's yeah. a You're lot like, that's, of money. That's, they don't care about the money anymore because when you've been stealing out of the Monopoly bank for that long, money <laughs> right. don't mean anything right. anymore. That, that would take me a trillion seconds to be It's true, though. Well, it, I, saw, I saw a stat the other day. Again, take it for what it is. I didn't you know, double check it, but it said that 20, in two th- year 2000, the average salary was about $44,000. Yeah, yeah. And the average home cost about $150,000. Right. Okay. Right. So now yeah. in 2020, the average salary was about $55,000. And the average home cost close to $400,000. Right. Yeah. So we got an extra $10,000 a year and home prices tr- almost tripled. Right. It, it doesn't, Does it make doesn't sense? make any sense no. at all. No. It don't work. Don't work. The math ain't work. mathin'. Nope. And we and nope. we've had these many discussions with you know we, we we've had these you know we usually with the old timers right where you know we bought a thousand acres for you know twenty bucks well I only got paid a penny an hour well I'm like okay well still it's still it's way separated today than it ever has yeah, been right. because I'm like okay you bought you know you made forty grand a year but the truck was thirty thousand dollars brand new right well now you make. 50,000 a year. Now the brand new trucks, a hundred thousand yeah. dollars, mm-hmm. you know? So like that gap is so big that it's, it, it's bigger now than it's ever has been. Right. They used to, they, they're now doing 40 year home loans. Right. Cause homes cost so much. Right. Well, they're now doing 10 and 20 year car loans. I was going to say because that. Yeah. Cars cost so you much. You finance boats and RVs for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. They just don't before, last that long. Right. <laughs> right. Whereas before yeah. it was five years it was like tops, right. which you ever saw in any of that was five. And that's what we still kind of stick to where we yeah. buy something. We're like, you know, five to six years yeah. max. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. I will buy it. If it's five to six years, I could do that. Right. But then you're like, Oh no, you can finance it for 84 months. No, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to. Show that me what I the total payment it. is. That means I can't afford it. Yeah, right. exactly. It's only one trillion more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. 
Just yeah, go longer. That's fine. It's just amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy it's right crazy. now. I mean, and then I guess, you know, you could throw that out there too. It's probably a stat where, you know, a lot more people are probably making a hundred thousand dollars a year now, but still can't buy, you know, a house that are, you know, cause they're a million dollars now. It was something in the, I want to say it was the high thirties, low forties percent of people who make over a hundred thousand dollars a year are living paycheck to paycheck. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's unfathomable. Right. You went back when I was a kid. If your parents made $100,000 a year together, you were rich. They're driving a Corvette. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> were rich. You had the pool, right? That was their right. friend who had the pool, who the had tennis video court, games. Tennis yes. Yes. Because their parents made over $100,000 a year. <laughs> yep. Do you right? think some of this, though, is because we tried to keep up with the Joneses? Mm. And so it's like you're trying to keep up with what they have, and so you're going to... No, this is the best explanation I heard for it. It was very recently, and it's because of it's the monetary policy we have. They just keep making more money. Right. And when you make more money, that's not how things... It, it's all, You have the same pizza in front of you. Making more money is like making more slices out of the pizza. Everybody gets less. Mm -hmm. That's what keeps happening. Is they're like, oh, you're hungry? Well, here, let me just cut it some more. Now there's more shares for everybody. We all, right. all get smaller and smaller because there's the, the goods. The, the I mean, yes, there's more people. There's more goods. That's grown, but not at the rate that the money is. Right. The money has grown so fast. There's too much money out there. And so when people have all this dispendable income, then, then you're like, oh, well, I can charge more. I'm going to, then I, I'm charging more. Well, now I got to make more. Well, now I got to charge them more so I mm -hmm. can make more. And it's just this constant vicious cycle, cycle that keeps going up. And I don't think there's an exit ramp. I really don't. I, I honestly think that the people at the top know that it has to crash. It has to go through a crash to reset because it can't just keep going up and up and up. It doesn't. Otherwise, you end up with things like you got in some of those you know, countries where their economies did collapse, where it's like a loaf of bread costs you a million dollars. It's like ever there's it was Venezuela. It was not too long ago. There's videos of just piles of cash in the streets because they just made the money legal. Did you know that they did this in India just a few years ago, too? They literally it, the equivalent of basically saying 20s and 100s are no longer valid. They literally eliminated 20s and 100s and went to a digital currency and they did it in just a couple of weeks mm. and it crashed their economy and it crashed their society and they're rebuilding from it. Nobody's talking about it because they're trying to do the same thing here. Right. So they don't want you to know what happened, but it's the same. And they did the same thing in Venezuela too. They're trying to convert over to digital currencies. And the only way to do it is to make paper money worthless. Right. And in these other places, I swear, I don't know if it's test running or who, how it's working out, but um, they literally were just like, like I said, in, in, India, Venezuela, they made all the money worthless. They just said, as of this day, money, that money is no longer valid. And people had no time to react. Right. And then in the same type of thing in India, it was like a, they announced on a Friday that like Monday, 20s and 100s were no longer valid. Could you imagine that? No. Now, granted, in America, none of us have big piles of 20s. Well, I shouldn't say none of us, but not many of us have big piles of 20s the, the and 100s. The coffee cans in the yard that count, yeah, right? right. <laughs> so you, you've never seen my backyard. Right, right. Well, I've <laughs> seen it. I just don't know where all the holes are. Yeah. Metal but, detector. But, <laughs> yeah, but you just imagine that if no, all of a sudden I, they I did. There, plastic coffee cans. There'd be a ton of people who would lose a ton of money. Right. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sorry to put on my tinfoil hat for a second. No, but, but history repeats itself. 
And we, yeah. we always say there's nothing new, right? Nothing, yep. new, nothing new in the sun. And we're just going to repeat, repeat, That's repeat. That's from scripture. Yeah. Yep. And same things happened all, all the way throughout. All the way throughout. It, it's always been the case where, mm-hmm. you know, societies build up. They get big. They get bloated. And they, it's, it's ridiculous to think that there are people who make more money than I do producing nothing. Producing absolutely nothing. Right. And and more money than probably all of us combined. There are people who make tons of money doing nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing something, but it's not producing anything. We've gotten to the point where someone can literally sit online and just you know, do almost do exactly what we're doing in this room. And for whatever reason, they're just, you know, people are like, oh, I'll give them money to keep doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And and they don't use it. And some people use it for good. Some people do not. So anyway, mm-hmm. change the subject real quick. Here we go. Um, so a couple of weeks from now, June 11th, I will be going to a uh, church camp. Um, we talked about church camps earlier a little bit, but it's a foster kids church camp. Mm. Um, and so I just wanted to bring that up um, because I, I would appreciate uh, having some, some prayer warriors because uh, we already know. I mean, we know the foster care system. Right. Um, those of us that have been in law enforcement or education, or even if you just look at what's around, um, these kids come from, from pretty rough homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and a majority of them probably don't know who Jesus is, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's what I'm fixing to walk into it's gonna be on, a good time. on June 11th. Oh yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, but I would appreciate the prayers for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of the challenges that we're going to face and the, you know, some of the bucking up and, and mm-hmm. the patience and the grace, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so but, the forgiveness. Yeah. All yeah, of it. All yeah, of it's going to be, it. yeah, you're going to need all, all. going to be so, all week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when y'all record that week, I won't be here, but mm-hmm. we'll be, we'll be praying I'll for be you there, for sure. So, yeah. So it's going to be a fun week though. I'm yeah. excited. That, I'm that's excited. something worth praying for. It is. <laughs> it is. Derek's teaching for me on that Wednesday night too. Uh, All right. Yeah, pray for him for that too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Uh, he might need it more than Daniel does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids get in here. Shut up. Yeah. Be quiet. <laughs> you don't want to play nine square? No. <laughs> We're going to watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen the 10 commandments with Charlton Heston? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, you have now. So now. <laughs> yeah. But they. Um, I used to do it when I was in, at the church in Arizona. Oh, did you? Yeah. The, yep. I youth group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did you take them to the green belt? Yeah. <laughs> we had a green belt in front of the because at that time we were meeting at an office complex at you know the the uh, it was like a two story office complex but we had the lower level but there was a, a green belt in the front so <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Don't make me send you out to the green belt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, do we got any final thoughts? We're approaching two hours here pretty quick. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah Off I mean, of nothing. We're about like an hour 40. <laughs> probably an hour 45 in hey, right now. Hey, did you remember to hit record on this one? Huh? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> I'll have a final quote when you guys are ready. 
Well, we're ready. Well, give me a second. I got to find it. I thought you said you were ready. You said you would have it when we were ready. Yeah. I thought we were ready. Well, it wasn't in my eye. You know, I did actually, one thing that, and I will apologize to our listener, who we actually did have a listener write in. Yes. And um, we got some questions, and we are going to cover them. We are. I just, we are. I wanted to make sure that I got time to give them to everybody and give you guys a little time to think about mm-hmm. how you want to answer these questions. So I actually did print them out. I can't remember if I left them here. I got them in my folder. I'll make sure you get them um, and make sure. So, so thank you for writing in and we will be answering your questions next episode. I yeah. Think. We'll yeah. We got a couple of questions. I think we got to go through and you know, and that's why we kind of wanted to give tonight saying, Hey, this is where we've been. This is what we going through. This is what we've done. Yeah. And now we're back. Mm-hmm. And so then we want to go through those questions and yeah. hopefully we can answer them. Yeah. Right. And, hopefully and we can answer encourage them. other people too. if right. you have questions, if you have a topic mm-hmm. you want us to cover, um, please write in, uh, you can, you can send it into, um, gosh, no, I, I, I know I had it. It was Ray at Spiritual Debriefing. That will work. But I also created another email address that links to the same two to make it less like it's all about me. So you have, <laughs> oh, you right. have, you have two one email addresses enough. now? No, one's actually a dummy email address. Uh, just makes it look like it's not my name. I can't remember what they call it, but it's one of the what? things they let you do. We make fun that, of Ray one time, and now yeah. he goes, oh. Did if, he just well, say he made know, me an email address? A dummy? Yes. No. A dumb, <laughs> I made the dummy an email address. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. And that was Derek. <laughs> well, for now, you can submit it to Ray at spiritualdebriefing.com, and I'll figure out what the other one is, and I'll maybe put it in the comments, and or you can just write in the comments. Um, you know, we do get the notifications for those, too. So mm-hmm. um, I guess I don't know if it works if they write them in on, like, iTunes or iHeartRadio or all the other podcast sites. I don't know how that works. But, I don't know either. Yeah. And you can also find us on Rumble, which is we're actually getting some viewers on there. Rumble, yeah. sweet, yeah, <clears throat> Hit, hitting that you know, conservative Christian yep. <laughs> version of <Yep>. YouTube. <laughs> Hit that up, see what happens there. I'm just glad we're all back now and charge forward. Mm-hmm. That's all we can do, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Charge. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're ready now. Yeah, I'm ready. I found it. Uh, God did not promise days without pain, laughter without sorrow nor sun without rain, but he did promise strength for the days, comfort for the tears, and light for the way. Yeah. He did. He does. Yep. Yeah. We're never alone. Mm-mm. He'll never abandon you. Nope. And even like you said, you know, you, we have a breaking point. You can only take so much. <clears throat> and when you get to that point, there's, we, we know there's only one thing to do, and it's give everything else to God. And he knows you by name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I get another thing I said this morning because <clears throat> I was talking to my friend and we were going about something and he said, I don't know. I, I don't know if yet I believe God pays attention to everything. I said, he knows how many hairs are on <laughs> your head <laughs> yeah. right yeah. now. Yep. He pays attention to everything. It doesn't mean he does everything. He doesn't step in. He's not up there a puppet master pulling every string. I mean, he can if he wants, but that's not how he leads our lives. You know, um, he well, knows so, what yeah. we're going to do. He, he knows how it's going to turn out. Uh, he know you know, we have the free will to make the choices, um, but he knows what we're going to pick. It's almost like yeah. when you let your kid pick, like, you know, what they're going to drink for a soda. You know what they're going to pick, mm-hmm. even though they sit there and they take 10 minutes. <laughs> it's like you always pick root beer. Right. Just pick the root beer. I was going to say root beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, since you brought that up, I'll throw I, another I one don't, I don't know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't think nobody cares if you're alive, try missing a couple car payments. 
<laughs> Man, uh, that was you brought it up. But somebody, somebody cares. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's funny. But no, that's, that's what amazes me is that you know, like you said, every hair on your head. Yeah, and he knows my name. The all-powerful, mighty God knows my name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think about that for a second. You're just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like you said, my servant, mm-hmm. Joe, my servant. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. It is. He knows how many of those hairs are turning white, too. <laughs> no, he knows how many I'm losing, too. So. <laughs> Most of mine are white. Mm. <laughs> Lucky you. That's I just got, I got a few. <laughs> I'm not taking my hat off, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy just to be keeping mine so far. So it's only has a few hairs. <laughs> right. They're just... Flowing down onto his yes. face. Yep. <laughs> Why, White's picking it up, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so he, proud. He could take wa- uh, walks with us now. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, he's up there. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good one, boys. Good yep. stuff. Good stuff. We'll good hit one. it again. Well, hey, yeah. let's uh, let's close in a word of prayer. Let's mm-hmm. do so. Let's do so. Father, we thank you. Uh, just for the time that we get to spend together, uh, God, discussing things that you've laid on our heart. And we just ask that you uh, help us to reach people, God, and, and to love people where they're at. Um, God, we know that everything that happens uh, happens for the good according to those who are called by you, God. So we just ask that you uh, help us to understand uh, your purpose and your will in all things. Father, we love you. We thank you. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Debriefing, a podcast supported by First Baptist Church Hawassi. Please like and subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified when we post new episodes, as well as check out our past episodes. We'll be posting new podcasts every other Thursday. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have questions you'd like us to answer, comments, or feedback on the podcast, please contact us through our social media or email us at dmeadows at fbchawassi.com. Thank you, and we hope God blesses your day.